being clear and direct in the bedroom, even and especially if that means being clear about what you don't know or what you would like to find out about her, wow, puts you in you know, top percentiles of, of lovers on the planet, actually, because even if a guy has got lots of sexual experience, but he's arrogant and he doesn't care about what the other person wants or he thinks he knows everything and he does the same thing on every woman, he could actually be a way worse lover than the guy that's fairly inexperienced, doesn't really know, but he gets to learn it and he's direct in his communication about how to find out what the woman wants. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. So, we've talked about four kind of primary areas where directness is going to be really important. That is at the front end on the approach, letting her know why you're there, what you think about her. That is in Secondarily, continuing this from once we've got a contact detail, setting up a date, being clear about the logistics, moving on it quickly. Thirdly, moving into the date space itself and then moving into extracting, right? Or like leading this to a place where you guys can get naked. Yeah, this is this ability to decide at the end of the date and not to drag it on for as long as it could. A good date is an hour, two tops. Most of my dates are, yeah, one drink, one coffee, a walk, and then an attempt to take her somewhere private. Doesn't always work. Cool. We can have another date. We can do that again. But sitting opposite or like having a a three or four hour whatever with anyone is typically going to get boring after some time. So being clear and decisive about, cool, it's time to move it up. It's time to make my request. It's time to get us physically moving. It's time multiple times for me to touch her, to look at her with hungry eyes, to let her know that there are things that I find sexy about her. Not layering it on all the time, but when a girl does something cute or adorable, right, or I, or I, it's like her beauty is growing upon me, then I'll just put those things out there, you know, in the middle of a, a date and been chatting for some time, and I say, wow, you have such a lithe and gorgeous neck and collarbone. It's like, I want to learn how to paint just so I could paint you, right, and then I move on. Okay, that was something I noticed about the way she is. Or, or you are so adorable when you talk about X because I can hear in your voice that it's something that's really important to you, but you're also a bit shy about it. Yeah, but it's, it's sexy or it's cute or it's adorable. Or I like that about you. Or I'm liking this. Or you're fun. Or you're cool. Or you've got a really good energy. You've got such a nice vibe about you. All right? You can see that, you know, the some of those are physical. Some of those are to do with the way that she is as a, as a person and as a woman. But the way that I deliver that, the way that I look in her eyes, like it's very clear that I'm not, you know, the, the gay best friend or just the, the friendly person who's like, oh, you've got a really nice attitude, uh, which is a nice thing to do to people. Tell them they've got nice attitudes if they do. That's not seductive. But I don't need to be, I don't need to be verbally blunt. You know, that, that can be unintelligent to, to just go, your tits look incredible. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, your body is really sexy and then to tell her two minutes later that you find her sexy again, right? You can easily make someone feel uncomfortable or you can come across as needy or uncalibrated, right? But to pepper that in, to let her know during the day that you're into her in some kind of way is really important, right? It again ignites this reciprocity with her where she's like, oh, I'm sexy. And he's, and he's, he's bold enough to just say that in that way. Hmm, this guy's got something, right? So, the final area that I want to cover 
briefly today here in areas of directness is when we get to the bedroom, right? So, you know, this is a whole other massive area of, of understanding. It can be understandable if you don't have so much experience, if you maybe have some kinds of performance issues or anxieties, uh, if the girl's really fucking hot and you don't want to mess it up, you know, or you think that she's more experienced than you and you don't know how to handle her, right? Like I, I get it, but it can be hard to kind of fake directness and confidence in the bedroom if you don't have it. But let me tell you like one little anecdote that might make you feel a little better. I had a client many years ago who at the time when he started training with us was a virgin, never been with him. Did a bunch of training, got a bunch of dates and found himself at home with a woman. Yay, it works. Now, the woman he was with the first time was older than him and she'd had sex before. She had experience, right? More than him, more than zero. And he was telling the story about how they got in bed and they were making out, messing around, and he was like trying to get her bra off and he didn't know how to do it. And he's messing around, fumbling around, and the, at some point the girl put her hand on his chest and said, stop, you've never done this before, have you? You don't know what you're doing, something like that. And he said, no, I don't know, but I'm going to do it anyway. Help me out, all right? Now that is baller directness for aversion. And then she went, okay, cool. And she just took the bar off and made it easy on him. And then they fumbled around. And because he told her, and he continued that, you know, tell me what you like or how to do this, or yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. He was upfront and admitted to it. And it was bold and direct. And then they, and she was fine. Like she was like, okay, cool. He doesn't know. Well, I'll, I'll train him. <laughs> I'll help him out. And then they had sex and then they dated for some time and he got a bunch of experience, right? So being clear and direct in the bedroom even and especially if that means being clear about what you don't know or what you would like to find out about her, wow, puts you in you know top percentiles of, of lovers on the planet actually because even if a guy has got lots of sexual experience but he's arrogant and he doesn't care about what the other person wants or he thinks he knows everything and he does the th same thing on every woman, he could actually be a way worse lover than the guy that's fairly inexperienced, doesn't really know, but he's eager to learn it and He's directing his communication about how to find out what the woman wants, right? Doing things such as saying, show me how you touch yourself because I want to learn. Lie back, touch yourself or get in the position that you like to touch yourself in is extraordinarily powerful way to figure out how to touch a woman's vagina, right? And then she starts to touch herself and then you say, I'm going to put my hand over your hand and then you feel. And then she shows you the stroke that she likes, the pressure, the speed and so on. And within minutes... You could learn more about how to physically please her with your fingers than almost any other guy she's ever possibly been with, right? So the directness when it comes to the bedroom is going to be, you know, at many different stages. And of course, if you develop and build skill sets and proficiency in both technical understandings of different things you need to know, and very importantly, into being able to communicate well with her, then you will become a master lover. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. One really important and practical you know, takeaway that you can have from this when it comes to directness in the bedroom is the use of verbal commands, giving orders or making requests. Right? They're, you know, they're not orders that she can't say no to, but things where 
if I propose something or I tell her what to do, more often than not, she will and she will love that because it means that she knows what to do. You're sitting at home on the couch, for example, and she's sat 46 centimetres away from you. You sat down, she sat down there. What I do in those situations is I turn to her and I say, come here. Verbal command. Now, could she say, no, I'd rather stay over here, in which case I'll say, no worries. And then I'll continue the conversation. But that happens rarely, right? Because if she's come home to the seduction location, she likes you. More likely than not, she wants to be physically close to you. Maybe she hasn't decided whether or not she wants to sleep with you, but she probably wants to cuddle up on the couch at least. And cuddling leads to kissing. Kissing leads to spooning and spooning leads to forking. Yeah, I think that's the sequence. Come over here. And then she comes and sits next to me and then I put my arm around her. Or I say, nuzzle into me. Relax. That command alone will make the difference between this being one of those things where two people sat on a couch talking awkwardly for an hour until she said, oh, I better go, and them fucking. Right, just that one thing. Or we're sitting in whatever situation, and then I stand up and I place my hand out and I say, come with me. Right? The fear often, well, what if she says where? What if she says no? Yeah, women will sometimes do that, but very likely, I mean, very likely she'll say yes, and if I don't do it, she can't say yes, right? I can't expect her to jump on me, very unlikely. Come with me. She says, where? I want to show you around, or let me take you to the bedroom. Mostly she'll just put her hand out, and then you lead her. Don't yank her. Right? It feels like she's melting into the man's body, as opposed to being yanked or pulled or tentatively kind of, I don't know, lifted in some way that doesn't feel sexy, and then, okay, she Certainly the way that I do this, my proficiency with it is going to make a difference as well, but I need to set that direct intention. Come with me. Let's go. Stand up. Turn her around. You know, walk. Or I lead her by the hand. Come this way. Pull her into the bedroom. Spin her around. Pull her into me. Going for the kiss. Kissing, whether or not the first kiss happens on the date, outside, in the, in the seduction house, in the bedroom or whatever... This is one where it is vitally important that I do not mention it verbally. And I do not say anything about the kiss. In, no matter how cool you think the line is or, or whether you think you're being a gentleman and asking for consent and checking if it's okay. It's okay to go for a kiss. Yeah, it's not okay to grab a woman's head and force her to kiss you, right? But it's okay to lean in and attempt to kiss her. She can decide in that moment if she turns her head or backs away or she kisses you. No harm will be done by you making that attempt. And it's fairly obvious, you know, if you've been on the date and, and you lean into her that she, you're going in for the kiss. And she's aware that's going to, she's aware that that's, if you're a man that pulls the trigger, that that's going to happen. If you're a decisive man, that that's going to happen. And she'll decide in that moment, or maybe she's already decided whether or not she'll kiss you. But it's a powerful moment, extremely powerful moment to go, just to go in and kiss the woman, right? I've, I've talked to so many women about this and they've described situations where, yeah, the guy just kissed me and it was so hot. It was so confident. It was so like excited as opposed to, I remember you, I used to do this all the time, try and think of some cool way. One girl said to me, what are you thinking? And I said, I'll, I'll tell you after I kiss you. And then she went, oh, what? Okay. And then I kissed her and she said, what were you thinking? And I said, I was just thinking about the right time to kiss you. And I thought I was so, I thought that was like, mm, ooh, ah. I thought it was really cool. But looking back at the look on her face when I said those things, it wasn't, right? Because I thought I'd been clever about it. She doesn't want you to be clever about the kiss. She wants it to have some smoldering tension and then for the man to show his hunger, his directness and his attraction and to do it, 
right? So lean in to go for the kiss. And then it goes through most of most of what's going to happen next. Lift your arms up. And I take take her top off. Turn around. Get on the bed. Open your legs. Come on top of me. Go down on me. I'm not saying that all th- these things happen in eight seconds. Spread your legs wider. Open your mouth more. Look at me. These are all examples of verbal commands, right? Direct commands that I give to the woman in a sexual context. And this, you know, puts you into the role of dominant, right? Not necessarily leather-clad, whip-toting BDSM dominant, but a man who is, with his dominance, creating a container and a space for her to then be submissive or feminine, right? It creates this polarity and it leads it somewhere. Again, I'm not attached to that in the sense that you know, if the woman says, get down, boy, I want to ride you like a pony, then okay, do it. You know, some women will, once once they're ignited, given permission, not feeling ashamed or, or judged in any way, will then happily jump in and show you aspects of their leadership or their, you know, sexual will, uh, which is a great thing to experience. And I'm, I'm not rigid about trying to micromanage every single moment. But in general, right, for most men, combination with most women... It's going to be much sexier and make it much easier for both of us if I tell her what to do. If I want her to flip around into doggy, I say, turn her around. If I want to adjust her hips or angle, I say, lift your ass higher or tuck your hips in. You know, if I, if I want her to, like she's lying a bit starfish, I say, put your arms around me, touch my back, stick your nails in. Giving these verbal commands massively intensifies the pleasure and intensity and polarity and sensation and excitement that's going to happen in the bedroom. And it's, again, part of this overall story, if we look at this from the beginning of the video, talking about the directness of your life, the attitude of directness, the habit of directness, of making decisions, of taking leadership, of making offers, making requests, of telling her what you think, stating your opinion, challenging her sometimes, leading her places, undressing her, being the one to kiss her, being the one to initiate the the communication of how we can do this sex thing better and so on, you know, after the sexual event, if you don't want to stay the night or like to wrap things up and say, hey, so I've got to get up in the morning early, let's get you a taxi and get you home, right? And then sending the the text saying that was really fun and what a sexy night, can't wait to see you again if I want to see her again, or if not, saying that but replacing I want to see you again with take care, kiss, to, you know, finish that off or to continue it. And then to follow it up again and to be the, the man that is, you know, proactive in building some kind of relationship, if that's what I want to have as well. This will extrapolate in, out into so many, many other areas that are outside the scope of this video when it comes to handling a woman, dealing with her moods, you know, schooling her if need be, not putting up with shitty behavior, walking away when something's just not right for you. Uh, you know, breaking up at the right time, telling a woman you, that you love her and you want to commit to her. Like all of these things are going to require getting down on one knee if that's still a thing that people do. All of these things require the man to be direct and they all express awesome things about that particular man. Without rigidity, being able to be malleable, not being attached to every single outcome, but shooting your shot, going for what you want, making your attempts and your offers over and over again, it becomes more or less second nature over time. You become that guy, the trigger ball, the guy that's going to get things done, the guy that women look at and goes, he means it. He means it. He's serious about this. He can say it's in a fun way, but yeah, he's going to get something cooking. I'm interested to go into his kitchen. So there you have it. 
looking at five key areas where a man should be developing his directness, understanding that this is pathway or it's an ethos, it's a philosophy of life. It's something that you can start developing right now, right? Very quickly by going out and starting different direct steps when you're on your dates, working on taking key leadership, making clear decisions and continuing that whilst also being humble enough to ask for someone's opinion or ask for assistance or ask the woman to lead in certain situations where that might be really important. And then over time, and not that much time, you will become the guy that is a sexual prospect to women, right? Whether or not she decides to join you or cut things off, you'll only find out by taking those actions. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.